um, I did say that I didn't want to be an engineer because I have a personality. Um, no, no hate to engineers out there, but you don't see them at nightclubs having fun. Well, you might. I don't know. I don't know your life. Sorry, engineers. This is Bullying Poets. I'm Joshua Bonzak, the publisher of Long Day Press, a novella and prose chapbook publisher. In this episode, I speak with Kaliche Fields. When asking poets for some general info, their haiku bio, their photos for me to post on Instagram, etc., I ask if they have any secrets. Kaliche shared one with me. They disclose it pretty quickly into the episode regarding the results of their physics final. They also made me read their bio for them to see how I would perform it. So instead of doing so here at the top of the show, I'll just leave it in the moment of our conversation. This is from my talk with Kaliche Fields. So you just yeah. you're, you're working on a chat book. Um, oh, yeah. And the whole question of this is like, why? Why are you? Why poetry? Why are you working on this? What do you? What do you want out of poetry? Hmm. I really thought about this question. I appreciate that. Uh, um, <laughs> and at first I was like, how do I want to answer this? And then I was like, should I just be funny and be like, why the fuck not? Um, but then I was like, mm, I don't know. I just see things, I suppose. And uh, I just like to talk about the way I see things. Um, and a lot of people will probably give you like a lot of answers, like something about the human condition, um, life, love, and beauty. But uh, my poetry is mainly about me. <laughs> and yeah. my friends always clown me. They're always like, it's so personal. And I was like, well, you should write about what you know. And I just know my experience. And so I think that's pretty beautiful. Just with the conversations I've been having about this is I've kind of been like, okay, how can I like get people to tell me what poetry is and what it's about? I think it, it, it so far has always kind of come from like this place of like, either I need to do this or like, I think maybe it would be better for humans on the individual. And I don't necessarily see people looking like outwardly, but it is mostly introspective, I think. Mm-hmm. So that really resonates. There's always something where uh, I cannot remember the advice people give and it's like I think I just said it right about what you know and that's just what I get stuck on all the time or things that I would like to know how about that the things that I would like to know I'm really interested in like physics but honestly I just failed physics I got yeah, an F on my final and was that my secret yeah you're revealing your oh secret. my god I did <laughs> whoops sorry well now you might as well tell um, the whole story Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I just wanted to, I thought, young little me, I'm going to be an engineer. And I have a personality, so that didn't really work out. Um, So on my university final for university physics, I drew a dinosaur and then I failed. But I thought my dinosaur was pretty rad. You got bonus points for that. Hopefully. I think I I did get them, but. That's really more of like a biology thing. (laughs) <laughs> oh, um, I'm supp- I'm thinking like the weight of the world upon their shoulders, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Were you always interested in studying the, the hard sciences? School of the hard sciences, yes, very much so. But I, I found my own way into them. My bio, it used to be, well, it still is. I was very, like, um, taken by Sor Juana Inés de la Cruz, and she believed in kitchen philosophies. Um, that's, like, one of her, her reasonings for why women should be able to learn and study and read is because they already do so much of the same things within the kitchen. And I just felt so taken by that. And I love to cook and um, I love to bake. And when I was little, I would always cry if I could not wash the dishes. You wanted to wash the dishes because you're a completist or because like you found some like romance in it? Oh yeah, I was definitely like um, thinking about underwater cities with the dishes. I'll put them upside down, chop the air bubbles and such. Mm. I don't know. They my one of my tias in her house. She had like she'd babysit me a lot, and she had like a stool for me to do the dishes in. And I was little; I was like three or four. And if I did not be, if I could not wash the dishes, I was, it was it was an ordeal. I love that. Just like communal, like helping out, like being a part of it, getting involved, doing things. So, like, how does this factor into the way you look at poetry as opposed to just like day to day life? It is everyday life. That's what poetry is. There's your answer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so why do cookies come out the certain way that they do? Um, you know, you, you can speak to something and that's very like a really small magico if you want, but it's all about the small stuff. And that's kind of like what makes it beautiful is the little minute things that make, make us think like, oh, I really like this cookie. Like, and I don't know, like when I was little, the reason I love baking so much is because we'd go to the panderia and I would just be there with my dad and my mom and we'd get conchas and empanadas. And I like these little swirl things with cinnamon on the outside and <laughs> some sugar. And my dad would have coffee, I'd get my hot chalky and it was just like perfect the way the sun would come in. And I wrote a poem about that. <laughs> It's it's very like Proust of like here's this moment in time and here's like the the taste of it the like sight of it the light how light is like envisioned in your mind um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then transforming that so, into art yeah so a lot of my stuff is centered around like food beverages um, and if it's not it somehow works its way in in some shape or form in all of my poems I've got a younger brother who's like he just kind of like has a temper and he always has like since he was little and when he was younger. My mom would be like, you know, why don't you go make brownies or something like and would have put him baking. And it was like very relaxing for him. He really enjoyed it, I think, because it was something that was so measured of, you know, you have to put X amount of vegetable oil in or it's going to be weird. You're going to, you know, if you're making the cookies, like you put too much butter in, like it's going to taste delicious, but it's going to turn out weird, which is kind of my problem with baking is I don't want to do it exactly. I don't want to follow these rules. I just kind of want to I want to cook more than I want to bake. But like mm -hmm. also baking yields delicious results. Yeah. So how do you like just really putting your you know experience into this kind of form of of cooking? Do you see baking as poetry? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it can be precise. I mean, that's why you get form and function. Um, but you just gotta lean into what you're feeling and go with that and run with that. Um, so that's why cooking in general is like so free 
because even if you burn something, it's still salvageable some part. You can just scrape it off, maybe. Um, but with baking, like, you do say it is, it is look weird. It does taste weird, but there's still certain aspects of it. You know what I mean? Like, if you added an extra egg to a cake, it would be weird, but, like, it'd also still be good, like you said. Like, it'd just be a more dense cake. Or if you were to whip the, the whites, it'd be more fluffy. I mean, there's just different things. So you just mix and match with the form and then the fo your function would follow. That's such a great point of, you know, finding what is salvageable and like cutting off the burnt part or like mm -hmm. you know, restructuring or whatever. What is your revision process like when writing? So uh, sometimes I'm just not good and <laughs> I don't need to revise. That's um, a good answer. Honestly, yeah, that is what it is. Like with my short form poetry, because that's what I usually do, I I don't know. A beat is kind of hard to easy. It's easy to come by. And so I don't need to revise those as much. But like longer poems, visions would just like sit with me. And then I'd go from there and kind of rework what I want. But I don't like to revise too much because then it becomes something else than what it was at the beginning. For longer poems, I don't like to do it too much. So I write like a version and then pick the words. I'm like, mm, I'm not really feeling this. And then I'll have the other one. And it will turn into something new. Mm. So that's why I don't like doing too many things. The ship of Theseus or Dios, as they call it. When you're working on a project, how do you capture that moment of what you, you know, the initial feeling, the initial spark of it versus the actuality of like knowing that things are going to change as you progress and as you keep writing like towards this collection or towards whatever this project is? Um, I just listen and I go with whatever I'm given. I don't necessarily I'm like, oh, it has to be this and it's only going to be this. Um, sometimes I, I like will want something and then I'll just let myself have it. I'll come up with something that I like. Like I said, like it would become something new if I were to think about it too much. So I just let myself have what is there and be present in that sense. And then I just create with what's there. Like my, um, the current thing that I'm working on is entitled like mitos, but in Spanish that could be myth or mythos mm -hmm. or it could be my cough and i did not ever expect it to be that i just like mythology mythology in general um i like the creation stories but then it just turned to me talking about addiction <laughs> mm -hmm. and so uh that's what happened with my first chapbook too is i was like i just want to talk about beer and then bam addiction imagine mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to like address subject matters like of alcohol or like restaurant industry without realizing like that is, you know, part of that culture and like part like you can't you can't separate the two despite how easy it is to do so while you're in it. Mm -hmm. So that's a bummer. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a gift of writing, right, is like to be able to have that introspection, like for better or worse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like self-reflection is a hell of a thing uh ignorance is bliss of course but it is that moment that you chase that singular entity of like just I, I don't know what to call it i like to think of it as transcendence in a way but euphoria and how quick it can come and how quickly it can go and then how you lose yourself in, in like search of that and it's not just like alcohol or drugs or sugar 
Um, it could be anything that you could be addicted to. And I'm just a Pisces like that, I guess. When I like started this or was like coming up with this idea, I wanted to like really, you know, pull the whole like, okay, poetry doesn't make any money, which like, I don't know, acting like independent literary fiction is making money is ridiculous in and of itself. <laughs> uh, so when you had said earlier that, you know, you always said you were going to go into engineering and despite all the like interesting parts of that career field like it's problem solving right it's doing all these other things but instantly as soon as you said it, i want to reduce it down to this is a job that makes a, a shit ton of money and then you said that you like dipped out in your your final with the drawing of the dinosaur so i'm wondering was that like a thing to be like oh i i don't want this life because it's not the trajectory i want or it's like not giving you the freedom that you want yeah so i guess i've always been self-referential in that aspect, like I've, I've been able to look at myself and be like, mm, this is not the life I want to be living or something else would catch my eye. And I'd be like, that looks more authentic to who I am as a person. And since Kalichi is like an entity, um, someone more than me, I don't necessarily like I, I'm restricted to what they could be, but I'm also like unlimited with those possibilities. And that was like way random. I don't know if that even answered your question. That's but okay. um, I did say that I didn't want to be an engineer because I have a personality. Um, no, no hate to engineers out there, but you don't see them at nightclubs having fun. Well, you might. I don't know. I don't know your life. Sorry, engineers. I had a boss at a restaurant where he was an engineer and then just kind of like got sick of it and just really loved wine so he was just like i'm gonna like take over this restaurant that's for sale and i think just had this like really romantic view of it um of being like i'm gonna work in it it was you know white tablecloth like fancy for a college town every once in a while something would break and he would like come to life because he was like so excited to be like here's why the drain is messed up i can fix it and it was just so interesting to see those moments where despite it being something that he's placing practicality onto it it was ditching that idea of like this is romantic and like his real romanticism was being able to dive down and like get under the drain and be like how can i orchestrate this into a way that it functions mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. one of my favorite stories is from ruben dario and it's el nacimiento de la cor and all she she was a rose back in the day and all she wanted to be was useful and so mm -hmm. God made her useful and he created the cabbage so people could get sustenance from her. <laughs> That's great. You say you're, you know, you are very self-referential and like writing very personally. Does it help to have Kaliche as a form to write through as like this vessel and this persona to write through? Or how did you kind of come to that decision to write under Kaliche? It's easier for me to write under Kaliche because I do cover topics that most people wouldn't. Um, not to say that they don't, it's just, for example, here in the Permian Basin, it's very oil driven, a lot of oil and gas. Um, so we have a lot of transients and like one of the most famous things that we always talk about is like sex work within the Permian Basin, but none of us really, uh, pay attention to that. And so my tagline when I first started drag, it was, um, while he's away from his wife and kids, he's out here plowing these caliche fields. It's easier for me to talk about topics that wouldn't be talked about. Of course, like I'm, I'm just a self-proclaimed uh, 
poet laureate of the Permian Basin because I don't think they'd ever want me <laughs> to be pointing out like the faults of our area. But it does help in a like professional sense. But I don't think poets should be ever professional in that way. That's good because today the NEA grant like rejection letter came through. So, oh no, <laughs> I'm so sorry. That I, it's fine. Um, it's not fine. They they should fund the government should fund arts more. I think. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I have thoughts about it, but uh, <laughs> I love that point of like. So you think like by being the self-proclaimed poet laureate that it's poetry is not appreciated or not appreciated in the way that you are displaying it despite it being like kind of your honest view of the world um just like my own honest view of the world we have a very like blue egg west i mean blue egg uh, blue collar white collar but like east egg well west egg come on great gatsby reference way about it here so like one of the the city that i'm from is very much like white privileged um and then the other cities well they say like you raise a family in Midland and then you raise hell in odessa and so that that's what they've always seen so i don't think they would like to see my point of view they'd much rather see the successes um but i do have a friend and he got very popular on twitter i went to high school with him and he is like brash and brazen and they celebrate him, but he does champion oil and gas. And so I mm -hmm. think if I did a better job of doing that instead of sex work, um, they might be more interested. No, I got thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very, very different down here. But yeah, it's uh, You're, it's a lot of controversy. I'm really bad with geography. Where in Texas are you? I'm 30 minutes, well, 30, 45 minutes away from New Mexico. So... Okay. Um, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. We're equidistant from all major cities. Mm -hmm. um, so like four hours from El Paso, four from El pa uh, San Antonio, Amarillo, and then Dallas-Fort Worth. So we're I'm literally in the middle of nowhere. That's why they call it Midland. Either societally or personally, did you feel like you were raised where poetry was accessible or was it something that you had to find out on your own? I think like all of my teachers did a very good job at teaching us. Well, at least my teachers, I, I connected with them, even though they weren't like only two of my English teachers. Do I really think or were truly like influential on me in terms of my poetry and what I write? It was always like the stereotypical stuff. And then you just had to find yourself the way like all of the poets who come from here. We're very disjointed. We don't talk to each other. We all have different views of our hometowns. Some of us. You know, they left and I left and I was like, oh, my God, I love my hometown. I love my area. I had a really good time despite everything. It was still and still is a place that I can grow in. And the other people just focused on like small conservative towns. And they're just like, oh, this place is a bad place. Um, but like I said, it's the small things that really get us through it. So even if it comes from somebody who's more conservative or more liberal, kindness is still kindness that's so nice <laughs> <laughs> the permian basin is like referential in all my works and i think i just haven't gotten out of my system yet so like caliche is very tied to this area and um, we use it for a lot of things and it just tracks on guys feet and well everybody's feet and so just dust everywhere and like something small I mean, my mom when she found out that i was calling myself caliche 
she was like, that's not right. Like, you shouldn't be calling yourself like dirt. And I was like, no, but it's a whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> How did you like my haiku? Uh-oh, I just asked a question. You can ask questions. That's fine. Um, I really appreciated it. Because, like, so far when I've kind of, like, asked people, you know, it, it's for the bios when it, I set up as, like, a joke to be, like, you know, you're poet, so, like, you have to send me your, your bio in a haiku. And people are sending, mm -hmm. like, very literal, like, this is my book. Like, here, I'm a poet. <laughs> Which I appreciate, because, like, they, I feel like people are in a joke, and then you wrote one that was very much not that. <laughs> like, you're, you know, I like how it can be interpreted as a bio. How do you read it? I'm curious. I'll do it in, like, really pretentious poet voice. Okay. You know, where you gotta stop and take really breathy parts and yeah, 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 yeah. really like nail like where you're hanging on the line. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That kind Very of interesting. You um, should do it. <laughs> prehistoric rue ends desert mist, perhaps snow, haboob full of thoughts. <laughs> I love it. I don't believe in the haiku in the Western tradition, so that's why I didn't separate it out. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's such an interesting form where like people know about it because it's easy to teach. So you can tell a seventh grader this is a poetry form, like create your own. And it does have them think about things like meter and maybe even rhyme in a sense, like and how to condense words and how to like utilize words so i think it is like a useful tool in that sense but it's also so removed from the what it traditionally like is is like this form of like i i mean i don't really know it's not it's something like like appreciation of nature and like here are all these like yeah and i think that's like when you ask about the accessibility of poetry i think that's what makes it inaccessible it's like we try to teach it but like how do you how do you teach a flower how to be you know and so you, I don't think we should teach it in terms of like, you shouldn't start with the form if you're going to teach poetry. Uh, I think you should start with like figurative language in terms of metaphor. Because um, that's what we look for generally is like, how well are you taking something out of context and putting it into context? Whenever I learned about haikus, it was not in school, it was just by myself. Um, and I, I, think I, I think I've mastered it. Um, the on and the kind, um, but waka in general. I mean, it was traditionally like five characters, seven characters, and then five characters with a twist that took like like a metaphysical, natural turn to it. And then if it was more personal and like it became like a human fallible, then that's when it goes to Senryu. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm learning. That was from my conversation with Kaliche Fields. Kaliche has work forthcoming in the Mizzen Project, which reimagines Shakespeare's sonnets. If you want to support bullying poets, you can pick up books from Long Day Press. They're small books, the perfect little something for that coworker that you're trying to alienate. Just in from the printer, we have The Accomplished Muskrat Trapper, a hundred-year-old book about trapping muskrats. I found the manuscript because the author has the same name as a postmodern German writer, Arno Schmidt, but this is just some guy from Iowa who really cares about muskrats. I asked fellow Iowan Kyle Francois to write a foreword to the book so he can reintroduce it to contemporary readers. 
Kyle Francois is also a guest on The Shapes Podcast, a chaotic show I host with Joe Cavalier. The Shapes Podcast is available wherever you got bullying poets. All music on this show is from Kyle Francois and the Gold Dust. This is Bullying Poets. (laughs) 